0: Welcome back to the podcast, welcome to episode number 67 of Starting the Conversation and welcome to another small talk episode where I'm going to be talking all things podcasts and sharing with you four questions that you should ask yourself before starting your own. Now it's safe to say podcasts definitely feel like the next big thing at the moment. It feels like everyone either has their own podcast or is launching one or at least has an idea to launch one and there is a reason behind that. Because podcasts are a really brilliant tool when it comes to creating content which connects with your audience and helps to grow your business. It would be very true to say that my business would not be in the place that it is right now if it wasn't for me launching this podcast that you're listening to at this very moment. However, as amazing as they are in terms of being able to connect with your audience and share your expertise and create interesting conversations, I 100% as with everything else think they are best done intentionally. I think in digital marketing, it's so easy to do things just because, whether it's because everyone else is doing it or it seems to work for that other person or because some expert told you to do it, it's very easy just to do things. And the reality is when we run our business, our time and resources are so limited. So I'm a big believer, whether it's when I'm talking with my clients or looking at my own business, that we should only be doing the things that truly serve the big picture of what we want to do. So what I want to share with you today is four questions to ask yourself and over before starting your own podcast. And hopefully what this episode will help you to do is just to get really clear on why it is that you're starting a podcast and how that's going to work within your business and how that's going to serve what you do. I don't want this episode to put you off at all because as I've said already, this podcast is the best thing I've ever launched in terms of content. So I'm in no way saying that it's not a good fit. What I really want to do in this episode is just to create some space and maybe give you some prompts that are going to make you think a bit more intentionally about why you're doing it and how that's going to look for you. So the first question to ask yourself before starting a podcast is why am I doing this now for me this is the most important question and this doesn't just apply to launching a podcast I feel like this applies to launching anything or making any decision in your business ask yourself why now like I said it's so easy to do it just because everyone else is doing it or because it's working for your other work friend or because it's working for your coach who told you you should do it but You always wanna be bringing what you're doing back to how it will serve the big picture of your business. Now, when we think about podcasts and how they fit into the big picture of what we do, they can serve a multitude of purposes. Your podcast might be able to expand your audience. It might be able to serve your followers. It might help you to educate people. It might help to show the value of your work. It might exist to inspire others. There are so many ways that a podcast can serve your business that before even thinking about what your podcast is, I want you to think about why you're doing it and how you want it to serve your business now what i'd encourage you to do here is to consider the big picture of what you do look at everything that you create look at everything you offer and have a think about how all of those things interact are there any current weaknesses gaps or challenges within those things which maybe you think oh a podcast could fit that gap take some time really almost zooming out on your business looking at everything you're doing everything you're creating and considering hey how could a podcast fit into this For example, if you're a coach and you're struggling to educate your audience on the value of what you do, maybe a podcast could be a great way in showing the value of your work by hosting live coaching calls. Or if something that you struggle with is connecting with your audience on a personal level, maybe you could create more informal and personable solo episodes to help serve that weakness within your business. Or another example, you know, if you need something that's gonna bring in new followers and increase your audience, could you look to be hosting guests which have a really similar audience to that which you're trying to attract? Now, those are just a few examples which are all pretty simple, but what I'm trying to say here is to think about it. Don't just start a podcast because you think it might work well. Start a podcast because you really know how it's going to serve your business. Maybe it'll help you just to think about the one thing that your business revolves around. So for example, if you are a product-based business, you know, the big goal of everything you're doing is to sell more products. Same within a service-based business. The big goal of what you're doing is trying to gain new clients. So take it back to that one specific thing that you need to achieve to grow your business and think, okay, how can I create a podcast which is going to work towards that? And it might not be that the podcast does that whole thing in itself. It's true to say that I think if someone just listened to this podcast, they probably wouldn't become a client of mine, but I'm really clear and really confident in how this podcast plays a part in someone's journey from being a stranger of my business to a client of my coaching. I hope that makes sense. What I'm really saying here is think about it, ask yourself why, and be clear on that before you start thinking about the details and running with the idea. Now, the second question I want you to ask yourself is who is it for? Now, again, this is a really important follow on question from thinking about the why, because as with everything in your business, you always want to be considering who it's for before considering what it is. It's very true to say if you don't know who you're creating something for, you'll totally struggle to feel like you've hit the mark with it because you won't really know what that mark is. It would be very true to say within this podcast that I never asked myself any of these questions at the start, which is honestly why it's taken me over a year to really find my feet and figure out a format and a plan for this podcast, which I feel really confident in. Now, if the why of your podcast is to promote your products or services, even if it's indirectly or it just plays a small part like this one does for me, the audience of your podcast is most likely your ideal client or your ideal customer. Now, whether you really understand what I mean by that or not, I wanna take some time just to consider that person. Now, I'm a big believer when we think about ideal clients or ideal customers that we shouldn't be thinking about demographics. If I think about my ideal client as a lady called Jane, who is 32 and she lives in Derbyshire and she's got two cats and she's got three kids and she has a husband and she XYZ, that helps me think about Jane. But that doesn't at all help me think about creating content which serves or attracts or engages Jane. What I want you to do when you're thinking about the audience of your podcast is think about them on a personal level. Ask yourself the questions of what are they interested in? What challenges do they face? What are their values? What do they look for in the content they consume? What podcasts are they currently listening to? And if you've already got an audience who somewhat reflect that profile, ask them. I think it's so baffling that we sit on our own trying to brainstorm who our audience are when we could just ask them. So do some polls on your Instagram stories, ask a client at the end of a call, ask your friend if they fit the bill, whatever you can do to try and understand who your podcast is for, the better you'll be at creating a podcast which they'll love, which we all know will ultimately then serve that big picture and that why that you've already defined. So that's question number two to ask yourself, who is this for? Now question number three to ask yourself is what will the format be? And this really does feel like the next step. You know, we've gone from why to who, and now we're at what. So when we're talking about format, it's simply about asking yourself, what is this podcast? Now, you may already have an idea in your head, but even if you do, I still think it's really beneficial to sense check your format against the other things that you have just thought about and defined. So what I want you to do is consider the why of what you're creating and then consider what type of episodes would achieve that why and work towards that big picture. Now, I would really encourage you at this point to get creative with it. You may have heard in my episode where I talked about why I'm changing up the format of this podcast that I have just a bit of a frustration with how similar everyone's podcasts feel at the moment. It all seems to be that we're hosting interviews with inspiring people and we're getting honest and we're talking about the unspoken stuff. And yes, I think that's really brilliant. That was literally what my podcast was for 18 months. Of course, I love that format. But what I wanna encourage you to do is to make it unique. Create something fresh and create something new. I think when a platform is growing, and let's be honest, it's probably already infiltrated with content for people to consume, the way that we're going to stand out when we talk about our podcast is by making it different. So for me, on this podcast, I began with alternating solo and guest episodes. And then I realized literally 18 months in <laughs> that that just didn't excite me. And I was doing it just because it worked and other people seemed to like it and other people seem to be doing it but actually the best decision I ever made for this podcast was giving myself permission to switch things up. So I'd encourage you when you're here thinking about the what, when you're defining the format, when you're really figuring out what these episodes are, get creative. Push boundaries, think outside the box, try something new. I'm gonna promise you, if you do something that feels like a good fit for you, but maybe feels a little bit different or a little bit scary, you are gonna thank yourself so much long-term because if you're creating something which truly excites you, not only is your audience gonna be able to tell, but you're just gonna have so much more fun doing it. So take time in this stage, really thinking about what that format will look like, how it's gonna serve your why, how it's gonna be interesting to your who, but also just how it's gonna be something that you're gonna enjoy to create. Now, a few kind of practical questions you're going to want to ask yourself at this stage. Things like, what will the episodes be? Will there be guest episodes, solo episodes, a mix of the two? How long will the episodes be? What structure will they take? Will there be show notes or blog posts to go alongside the episodes? Will you be posting episodes continually or in seasons? If so, how many episodes are you going to have in a season? How frequently are you going to be posting episodes? Ask yourself, am I gonna have a jingle or pre-recorded intro? How will I launch it? Will I do a trailer episode? Really get into the nitty gritty of that format. You will thank yourself later if you have taken a bit of time before launching to figure out the details of what you want it to look like. So I can promise you from experience, it's so much harder to pivot something once you've already got it out there. So take time in this phase to consider that format and think about what that podcast is now i would encourage you before you pause this episode and run ahead with that question you may want to listen to the next question because it might just impact some of the answers that you give particularly in terms of how frequently you're going to post episodes and how long they're going to be Now, the fourth and final question to ask yourself before starting a podcast is, do I have the time and do I have the money? Something I definitely didn't expect when I was starting out my podcast was just how much of my resources it would take to sustain a podcast. Now, I see a lot of people committing to something, then realizing the true cost, whether that's in terms of time or energy or money, and then backing out and not continuing it or being left with something that they can't sustain and running themselves into the ground for the sake of keeping it up. Now, as glad as I am that I started this podcast, I 100% wish I'd understood how much particularly time it would take to do this. Because I didn't think about this, I started with an upload schedule, which was completely overambitious. And as a result, it led to me being fairly inconsistent with uploads or just a bit stressed out over trying to get things out quicker than I was able to unnecessarily. Now, this will be completely different for everyone. I can't give you specifics on how much time or how much money your podcast is gonna take you. But what I can do is just give you some facts and figures from my podcast and hopefully give you some insights that might help you to think about it for what you're building. Now, let's start off with time. Again, this all depends on your approach, but I'm assuming here that you are wanting to do this DIY, which means that you're gonna edit and produce the podcast yourself, which was what I did up until a few weeks ago. So for 18 months, everything was DIY. I did absolutely everything apart from my show notes, which my copywriter did. Um, But podcast-wise, everything was mine. And let me tell you, if you're doing it all yourself, it takes a fair bit of time. Now, if we start thinking about, say, a solo episode where you are talking for 45 minutes minutes, just as a bit of a rough figure, a 45 minute episode will take you, first of all, way longer than 45 minutes to record. This episode that you're listening to right now is likely going to take me about five minutes to 10 minutes extra than it needs to be because of all the extra little jumps and mistakes and things that I need to edit out. So even recording wise, it's going to take longer than it is. So if we break down all the things that need to get done in order to publish a podcast, you have to plan it, you have to record it, you have to edit it, you have to upload it, and then you have to write some show notes or a description to go along with it. Now, Assuming that you are doing all of those things, which I'm pretty sure most podcasts require, I will assume that it's gonna take you at least five times your podcast length to actually get it created. You might look at this episode you're listening to right now and think, oh, it's 15, 20 minutes. It probably takes you about an hour in total. It's all good to go. But when I factor in the 45 minutes that I spent planning this episode and then the half an hour that it takes me to record because I say things wrong and I have to repeat myself. And then I consider the two times that it has to be listened to to be edited and checked. And then I consider the 15 minutes it takes to write the show notes and get it uploaded. It takes a lot longer than you would think to get something like this produced. And of course, that doesn't even take into account travel time or additional time if you are recording with a guest, so you can add a whole load of time onto that in terms of having to organise the guest and travel and etc, etc. Now, even without editing it myself now, which I now have the most amazing team member, Emily, who you probably hear me bang on about all the time, who edits the podcast this still takes me about a day a week. Now, of course, I have quite an intense approach to my upload schedule on this podcast. There is an hour and a half episode on a Monday and then a 20 minute to 30 minute episode on a Thursday. And of course, you do not have to upload at that pace, but at the pace that I'm at, it does take me about a day a week. So about a fifth of my time within my business just to sustain this piece of content. Now, of course, there are ways that you can downsize that. You could get an editor or a producer. You could batch record your episodes. You could work in seasons. You could release less frequently. You could make sure that you're recording all your guest episodes via Skype or online. But either way, whatever you do, it's gonna be a time commitment. And I know that there's nothing worse than starting something, being really excited about it, and then realizing that you can't sustain it because you've not thought about the time involved. So that's the first bit to think about. Have you got the time? And then the second thing I want you to think about is have you got the money? Now I would say this isn't so much of an important factor as the time is, because whilst there are financial commitments with a podcast that you can't avoid, this figure will hugely vary depending on the type of podcast that you wanna create. And there are ways that you can really cut down costs and downsize on the finances that it takes so whilst cost is a factor and i'm going to break down my own costings for you to just give you an idea of what it costs to sustain something like this i would encourage you to not let it put you off because i will share some ways that you can cut down your costs and make it cheap if not free once you've got things going. So the first thing that will cost you money, um, well at least cost me money with the way that I do it, is my hosting. So your hosting is basically the thing that gets your podcast onto iTunes or Spotify or wherever you put it out. It's kind of the place that your podcast lives and then that platform makes sure that your podcast goes onto all of the apps and all of the places. Now you can do your hosting free, you can either code it into your website or I think you can host via SoundCloud for free. But in my experience and having worked with quite a few clients on their podcasts, if you want to host which is gonna do a lot of the work for you and make things easy, you're gonna be paying around 10 to 20 pounds a month in order to be hosting your content. Now, this figure does vary depending on how much you're uploading. If you're uploading around an episode a week or less than, it's not gonna cost you more than 10 to 15 pounds. My podcast cost me about 30 pounds because I'm uploading so much content. So again, it varies, but that is gonna be a monthly figure. The next thing that is going to cost, and for everyone, is kind of the cost that you can't really avoid, and that is equipment. So again, this completely varies depending on how you're recording and the quality of the equipment that you want to buy. A pretty good mic, which you've probably heard on a lot of podcasts that you listen to, will cost you anywhere from about 50 to £100. Pounds. Now, this kind of mic will be really great if you're recording solo episodes or maybe recording with a guest who is online or via Skype. Um, this mic won't be as good if you're thinking about recording in person with someone else you will hear if you go back and listen to old guest episodes on this podcast anything before episode number 62 i think with fee and um, you'll hear the difference in guest episodes because i've recently upgraded my equipment to basically make it so that i've got two separate mics when i've got a guest and we both have separate audio channels um you can really hear the difference if you listen to say monday's episode with sasha and then you listen to a past episode you can hear how much better the sound quality is so my current setup that i've just upgraded to cost me about 200 pounds total but again it doesn't have to be that expensive or you can pay loads more than that and I'm sure my podcast could sound way better so I would say in terms of equipment expect to pay around 50 pounds unless you want a really solid setup and you want really high audio quality and then you're looking around 150 to 200. Now, another cost to think about is your software that you're gonna need. Now, if we start off with needing to record your episode, I use Audacity to record my podcast and then I use an Adobe software to edit my podcast. But the only reason that I use Adobe is because I already paid for the package and I've already got the software. So your recording and editing can 100% be free. The other thing to think about is if you're wanting to record guest episodes via Skype, which is what I used to do on this podcast, you'll be paying anywhere from about 20 to 30 pounds for a piece of software that'll allow you to record Skype calls nice and clean. Now I know that Skype has just added a feature where you can automatically record episodes through Skype. In my experience I would just get a third party piece of software which is going to be a bit more secure and if Skype does crash you're not going to lose it. So that will cost you anywhere from about £20 to £30 and that's a one-off payment. The next cost to consider which is free if you're doing it yourself is editing. Now as I mentioned I've recently switched over to outsourcing my editing and production of this podcast to Emily, my team member. And depending on the length of the episode and how good the recording is and therefore how many cuts she needs to do and how many edits I give her, there is obviously a fluctuating cost in terms of what I pay for her time to do that. Now, I will warn you that if you get a dedicated podcast editor or a producer to run things for you, it is gonna cost you a fair bit more. My suggestion would be to think about hiring a VA or maybe a part-time team member who can do it for you. Not only does that allow you probably to get things a little bit more efficiently in terms of cost, but it's also just going to allow you to have that person dedicated to your podcast and probably a little bit more flexible in terms of how they want to edit and the kind of rounds of edits that you want to do as well. So that's another cost. and then the final one to think about which again is only specific for a few podcasts is your travel and your room hire. Now this is obviously only if you're doing in-person recordings which I do for this podcast and I do have to acknowledge that it costs me a fair bit to travel around and to book rooms to do recordings in. Now you can be efficient with this I try as much as I can to basically look at my travel for the month and then book in guests who are in the towns that I'm visiting to, but it is obviously an added cost and one to consider. So those are all the costs that go into hosting a podcast. I feel like I've really banged on about that section, but really it's thinking about your hosting, your equipment, your software, your editing and your travel slash room hire. So really two things to consider then as your last question when you're thinking about starting your podcast is do I have the time and do I have the money? So I would suggest for you, now that you've listened to this episode and I will put these questions in the show notes so you can kind of work through them afterwards, is to look at each of these questions and work your way through them and really spend some time at this initial stage where you haven't yet launched, you haven't yet told the world, about it just to get really clear on why am I doing this, who is it for, what is it going to be and how am I going to sustain this in terms of my finances and in terms of my workload. Now, I really hope that this episode has helped you to clarify the purpose behind your podcast. I can just say one more time, just in case I slightly put you off, I am so, so glad that I started this. I cannot tell you how much it has grown my business. However, I cannot tell you how much it's only started growing my business when I was intentional about it. So if I can leave you with one piece of encouragement, it's 100% yes, you should start a podcast, but before you say, I'm gonna go for it and launch it, Really get intentional about how it's going to serve your business and how it's going to work into the big picture of what you do. Now, before I tune out, there's three resources that you might find helpful off the back of this episode. The first is a blog post which talks you through the technical side of hosting a podcast. I wrote this quite a few months ago and I will give it an update in terms of equipment that I now use and links for all of those different things. But it basically walks you through all the boring and slightly confusing stuff like equipment, hosting, editing, getting onto iTunes, etc. etc. So go and check. That out if when I was talking about, you know, how you can edit and how you can record and the equipment you can use, if you want some details, go to that blog post, it'll be linked in the show notes. Another thing I'd encourage you to have a listen to is a past episode. I did episode number 49 with Kat, who is host of the Creative Leap podcast, and we basically talked about our shared experiences of hosting podcasts, how we approach them, and what we wish we knew when starting out. So that might be an interesting listen. And the final thing just to tell you about is that I do actually offer a coaching package for those who want to. To start podcasts. I'm currently fully booked up until October but if you are interested in working with me and if you feel like you'd benefit from some one-on-one support taking you from the concept to launch then I will link that in the show notes and you can just get in touch ask any questions and we can go from there so I'll link all of those three things I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode I'm so excited to listen to your podcast please tell me what you're doing and when it's going to be up because I would love to find out but I'll be back on Monday with another conversation and until then I hope you have a great week Oh, <music> oh,